Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hi guys, welcome to Dear Alice. We got Sue. Hey guys. Corey Place. Yo. And me today. Um, the, That's Jesse Bennett. The gang, the gang is together. The band is together. Here. Yeah, we are. Um, so fun. We got a really great listener question. And I feel like this is going to be a really good episode. I was so stoked when you texted it to us. I was like, man, I hope they're into this because I, I don't know. Totally. So today's episode is going to be on Spanish revival style homes. And I'm going to read the question. Um, But first, tell me what you guys are excited about lately. (sighs) So we... Grady's birthday was recently and we got him a bike. He was hesitant for it, but he loves it now. And um, yeah, so we've just been like riding bikes. We live near- That's adorable. Yeah, he's- How old's Grady? He's five, just turned five. So cute. So So first Does he have pedals on his bike or is it a push bike? Um, Pedals. Cute. Then this week we've been taking the training wheels off. Oh my gosh, quick study. Yeah, he like watches Peppa Pig, so he calls them stabilizers. So funny. That's adorable. (laughs) Loosen the stabilizers. Yeah, so every day we've been going to the Hobble Creek, which is a few hundred yards from our house. And- it's raging right now because of all the runoff we're getting. Yeah, and it sounds like we live near a stream or a lake or something. It's amazing. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's the only... I've lived in that neighborhood for collectively probably 12 Gosh, years of my life. So crazy. And it's the only time I've ever heard it like raging. Rushing. Yeah. So we've just been enjoying the bike life, you know? No. The nice weather. That's I so know. cute. You're so lucky to have a five year old that wants to learn how to ride a bike. And you're like, let's ride bikes. Yeah, exactly. And we got Demi a little like seat that mounts on Mari's bike oh. and she's loving it. It's like, she's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. All as well. Um, Louis taking steps. Oh, yesterday, Whoa. right? Totally, yeah. How old is he? He's, he's 11 months. He just turned 11 months. That's advanced. Crazy. I know, yeah. right? It's very advanced. Yeah. It's because he has two older brothers. And he's super solid, so he's very stable. Speaking yeah. of stabilizers, <laughs> he is a stabilizer. <laughs> that boy like holds his weight. Um, I actually don't, when I'm doing laundry, I don't know the difference between Manolo's and Louis' clothes anymore because they are in the same size. That's insane. So anyway, children are growing. Steps are being taken. And it's just so fun to be outside. I agree. I'm just like, it's just been lovely after our like... 12th winter hibernation yeah so i think everybody's coming out to play you see your neighbors again Mm -hmm. so i'm just so happy that it's sunny and like things are blooming yeah and blossoming and yeah spring is so sweet this year it is because of the massive winter we're just like wow Mm. look at the weather Yeah. yeah i just feel like it's never been sweeter to me than this year I love it. Nolan used to say, um, cause we were obviously working moms and I'd come home, um, after work and he'd be at the door. He'd be like, mom, you came back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what I feel about spring. I'm like spring. You came back. My trees, my plants, you came back. You didn't, I didn't kill you. It's so like, oh. it's just like such a love affair with your yard again. You're just like, Oh my gosh, yes. you're alive. Suzanne sent me a Marco Polo. I was like, the linden tree is blooming. <laughs> the linden tree is like 40 plus years old. Yeah. And it's, it's massive. massive. It's like two times the size of Suzanne's house. Yeah. yeah. Dare say three. It's huge. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's awesome. Totally. Anyway, happy spring, everyone. Yes. We made it. It came back. It did come back. Yeah. Yes. Yep. 
Okay. On that note, we got this really great, I got this great DM from. Jess, you, we didn't even ask. What about you? I'm just, I'm filling Hello. it with you guys. Okay. I also have rushing water. I have this little creek behind my house. That's now like 10 feet wide and gushing water from the runoff from the mountains. And I think you said there's still like 80% snowpack. Yeah. 80. So I'm like, wow, there's, so I'm just going to, that came from. I'm just going to open my casement windows and enjoy the rush sound of rushing water. From my lake house that I built on dry land. Yeah. Yeah. Can't control it. Might as well just lean into it. Absolutely. I love that. So far, no emergencies amongst the three of us. There have been emergencies in Utah with the amount of snow runoff, but so far we're okay. Yeah. Sand, there's been so many sandbag efforts in every city here. And there, yeah, there are people that are less fortunate for sure. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. But I have to say the amount of service that people are like, Helping each other is also a very sweet sight. I love it. To see mm-hmm. full people carrying sandbags and building something together to help protect that home or whatnot. So I hear lots of really great stories too. I love that. Yeah. Anyway, we hope you guys are enjoying spring, summer, wherever you are. Um, we have a great um, little note from Daphne Henry. Thank you for listening, Daphne. She had a question for us about the um, Spanish colonial, Spanish revival style home And just kind of how she can lean into it. So we've created this podcast for you, Daphne, but I know many of you out there might be living in a home that's decades old and you're like, how do I lean into this? How do I find my style? What do I keep and kind of preserve in respect in the name of, you know, a home that has great bones and what do I remove and just make it what I actually really, really want it. So, so that's what we're talking about today. Um, so Daphne, I'm going to go ahead and read your message. It says, hi, Jessica. I'm a longtime listener of your podcast. I love it so much and embarrassed how many times I've re-listened to every episode. That's so sweet. Mm -hmm. My husband and I bought our first home almost two years ago after dreaming about homeownership for over a decade. We live in Southern California in a town called San Juan Capistrano, known for its mission, horse trails overlooking the coast and Spanish architecture dreamy bear you won Daphne yeah, yeah. You won. we're so happy for you yes. enjoy that it's near San Clemente and Dana Point mm. she said we're leaning into the historical Spanish vibe of our town and renovating our home in a sp- more modern Spanish style unfortunately it's been hard to find info on how to implement the Spanish style Yes, I have Googled it, but I would love to hear on a podcast on Spanish home styles. What are some tricks I can do to keep it fresh, but wink to that Spanish vibe? Your podcast has been a light in a very dark time for our new home. They've had mold, bad electrical, new problems at every turn. I'm sure you feel like you bought a money pit. She said, thank you for all your wisdom and encouragement. So anyway, we're excited. We're really excited about this topic. Juice. We have 10,000 pictures laying around the table and we've never been more excited for this style of home. I know. So let's, let's share some of our passion and excitement for Daphne. Okay. And sort of relight that, rekindle that fire for her. I know Daphne, you said that you Googled everything and so did I. (laughs) um, It's printed in front of us. It's printed in front of us in a massive, like it was a massive research paper last night. And I, (laughs) yeah, I think we all resonate. I resonate deeply with this style. Mm. And I think every time we like look at any great celebrities, like 80 open door, like oh. nine out of 10 of the times it's either it's a Spanish revival. So, yes. Um, so we're just going to do a quick little history lesson and talk about five principal things that are like included in Spanish colonial architecture, just to familiarize everybody with this. I think this is just a quick little history lesson. And then we're going to talk about just 
in all these pictures and all these celebrity homes that we've looked at in his historical um, estates, why they're successful and why each of them, yes, they have the same like romantic foundation of this style, but they all look different because they have a fresh new take. Mm -hmm. So to that, um, what is Spanish colonial architecture? You might be asking yourself, I'm going to tell you. Spanish colonial revival is most often used to describe homes built in the earliest 20th century in the U S or Mexico. Daphne, I bet your how I'm curious your, the year of your home. I bet it was like twenties, thirties. I imagine most of them, a lot of them were houses in this style incorporate key elements of Mediterranean architecture, especially bright white exterior walls, while also taking inspiration from Mexican Pueblo and Moorish design styles. The architectural style represents an adaptation of Spanish missions and Mediterranean style homes designed to keep the interior cool, even on hot days. In the United States, Spanish revival homes are most popular in Florida, Texas, California, and the Southwest, including Arizona and New Mexico. Um, the five design elements that we're going to talk um, about Spanish colonial architecture um, are one, we're going to talk about the wide exterior walls, two, the flat roofs with clay tile, three, the wooden beams, four small windows with wooden shutters, and five central courtyards, all mm. of which are really beautiful topics. So we're going to dive into each of them. Um, these are just some of the key, the key features of this style. So let's start with white exterior walls. Okay. Mm -hmm. I um, would also dare say yeah. white interior walls. Yeah. And I think that that is like what it is on the outside is what it became on the inside because they're all massively thick mm -hmm. and they're all usually like a plaster. I know that, you know, there's stucco and but there's a lot of different ways to do plaster, mm -hmm. you know, from like just straight stucco down to just like really intense layering of plaster and an adobe a kind of on the interior and then layered on top of that with the brick and stucco. Um, but yeah, this character is, characteristic is rad. Um, and what I found really interesting is that most of these are painted white and it reflects the sun. That was the reason why they were painted white and done in this light is to reflect the sun. We all know that dark colors, if you're wearing a dark shirt in the sun, you're absorbing everything. And in these hot climates, they're white because they needed to reflect the sun. And I do love, Jess just mentioned it, it's that on the outside, but it's also that on the inside. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the reasons that we love, you know, it's just, we always say that the Guggenheim effect, you know, mm -hmm. like that's why, you know, in an art gallery, you often see the, the walls being light. So it shows off whatever you're trying to feature. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's why this style gets along with whatever style you have, Daphne, mm -hmm. which is really an, a fun way to look at, you know, bringing, a fresh new approach to the Spanish colonial style is we're going to talk about what to embrace and then how we can add on that to make it fresh. So yeah, to that. I love that. Yo, everyone, Corey here. So I've been working on a special project and wanted to let you all know about it. Alice Lane now has an Amazon store and it is stocked with some of Alice Lane's bestsellers, including our crystal candle dishes, the Harper handbook, Mark, the Italian blown glass dish, and a ton more. Go check it out by either searching Alice Lane Home Collection in the Amazon search bar or find our store link in the show notes. So go get yourself one of our rad accessories that you've been wanting. And when you do, please leave us a review. We'd love to hear it. Also, make sure to check back often because we are adding more products to our Amazon store every single month and giving bigger discounts than we can offer anywhere else. So again, either search for Alice Lane Home Collection in the Amazon search bar or find our store link in the show notes. And don't forget, make sure to leave us a review. And now back to the show. 
but I'll just go through these really quickly. We talked about white exterior walls, um, the flat roofs with clay tile. This is fun. Traditionally, those iconic red tile roofs were made by hand and curved by drying over barrels or other cylindrical objects. They made those by hand. Um, while the process is more automated today, the terracotta tiles offer the same iconic look as they did 200 years ago. It's also common to see colorful tile work in the interiors of these types of homes. You'll see that. You'll see kind of just that the terracotta tiles mm-hmm. on the floor. And in a lot of these celebrity homes that we've been panning through, a lot of that, there's some spaces that they've reinvented and they've added others, but in a lot of it, they've kept it, mm-hmm. which is really such, I think, such yeah. integrity to the history of the home and the hands that made it. I think everybody, so beautiful. everybody gets extra credit that spends a lot of money on an authentic detail like that on the roof, because it's really easy to phone in the roof and do a tar roof mm-hmm. for a lot less money. But when you see a tiled roof, a slate roof, any kind of really heavy looking roof material, Thick I'm like, roof. that's a great house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you know that it had to be, plum level square to have that sort of weight sitting on top of it. And it's just a really well-built home. It's usually synonymous with an older home, like you're saying, but today you can, can, you still can incorporate a different style of roof, but still like really go the extra mile and put an awesome roof on your house. So it's cool that this is like a gift with purchase. When you buy an existing home like this, you might have to replace some tiles and do some work on it, but I still just love it so much. I do too. One interesting thing, cause we've done a few remodels in Arizona and California and, and sometimes it's brought up that they've, they bought a home. Maybe it's a little bit newer than 20, the twenties or thirties, but the roof is really orange, mm-hmm. you know? And so if you're trying to update something like that, like, I don't know, if it is just like a really fake orange and doesn't feel authentic, if you can afford to do a clay tile, but still keep within that, mm-hmm. I think material and thickness and style, I say do mm-hmm. versus going the other way, but maybe you just tone it down. And there's, and there's also, I remember working on a home and, and do not maybe ask your contractor, but we worked on a home in Arizona and we found a company that actually offered, like they could actually, it was a great roof. It was just too orange for them. They actually stained them to become like a little bit more. That's cool. Um, earthen. Earthen. Yeah. Do they exactly. have like a seal? Like, do they seal them after there's just like, would that fade know. with time? Do you know? I don't know. When it no, rains, the stain just runs down the white. Sure does. Yeah. That's yeah. going to do sure yeah, real good. <laughs> good thing it doesn't yep. rain in Arizona. Often. I'm sure they seal them. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They bake that right in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yep. Um, number three on the characteristics is the wooden beams. You talked about the weight of the heavy tile. They used to have wooden beams architecturally just to like actually hold the weight. And oh, so I didn't know why. Yeah. So you'll Let's see a lot know. of wooden beams running, you know, through the ceiling, the roof systems mm-hmm. on the interior side of these homes. And that was just to kind of sustain the weight of that handmade clay it. tiles roof mm, guys. So pretty. Isn't that amazing just to make it more secure. Um, but it's obviously such a beautiful decorative feature that I would embrace. I don't know if you have that Daphne, but I think all those interior Moments and pieces are a gift with purchase. So agreed. Yep. The high texture whites, the heavy mm. roof, all of these are, it's not that you're trying to lean into a trend or not. You're just like embracing what's there, which is really amazing. I have a really fun yes. quote. This is probably as good a time of any to mm-hmm. put this in. This is, um, this is from Liz Damrich. She's a, a really beautiful influencer in the South and she bought this old historical estate And um, she made the comment in it that in McAlpin's uh, new book, it says, which almost brought her to tears. 
she was reminded of the reason why she loved old houses. And she said the architecture and the confidence they possess, one can be free in them because quote unquote, the parenting is finished. Mm. Isn't that great? So I think in a, in a Spanish home, the parenting is finished. Yep. The house is what it is. It's true to its style. It's been built for a purpose to keep the heat out, cool in, sustain the heavy tile roofs with the beams inside, mm-hmm. embrace all of that, yeah. embrace the color of the darkened beams, you know, or if you're more casual, you can lighten them up. But some of that parenting is finished for you. Yeah. The archways, all of that, lean into all of that. Mm-hmm. And then you can start to show your style with the things that you're bringing into the home, mm-hmm. but you embrace the architecture where it's at. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's such a good, the parenting is done. I agree. Remodels mm-hmm. are, you know, they have their own set of like issues, which you've obviously dealt with Daphne with the mold and everything, but there is something that can't be recreated mm-hmm. that someone created for you that you just get to make better. Definitely. And I love, I hats off to all those doing remodels, you know, cause it, you know, it's for sure. We all know that it's less expensive to tear down and rebuild. Um, cause this is what we do all day, but a remodel takes a lot. It takes a lot of work, a lot of effort to figure out what's behind door number three. Definitely. And make it yours. You know? And I think incrementally more affordable to sort of take the things as you need to. Yeah. Right. And so not everybody emergency has <laughs> the emergency remodel that Suze is doing. So yep. we're very normal people like you yep. where you're not going to just tear it down and build a whole new home unless you absolutely have the funds and you're in love with the neighborhood. Otherwise you're just going to get a leaky roof and then you're going to fix it. Roof. You're yeah. going to have something funky with electrical and then you're going to get in and be like, oh snap, this is how they did wiring in the 1920s. Yeah. And there's a better way today. Yeah. But isn't that charming? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I think that you just kind of have to embrace it as you can. And you just know that it's going to be a living, breathing thing. And it's going to take you decades to get there. Yeah. But it's going to be an affordable way to really be able to make a stamp on a home where the parenting is done and embrace it along the way. Mm -hmm. And that you get to live somewhere beautiful in the meantime, and it will just get more beautiful. Right. Cheers to you. Mm -hmm. Cheers to that. Okay. Um, Just the last two, I'll just say them out loud real quick. Number four was small windows and wooden shutters. Not sure if this is probably like very historical. I think we're all getting larger windows now. Smaller windows though would Um, keep the heat out, right? Where they didn't have air conditioning. And so, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it says the placement size of the windows are designed to keep out too much light while still letting in air. Mm-hmm. Heavy shutters can be closed during the hottest midday hours. And another thing that I read is that a lot of them didn't even have glass. Like if you think like early mission, early this type of style, it wouldn't even have glass. They would just be hot, like small holes, holes in and the then house. sometimes have like iron on them for security but it would just like allow air to kind of come in and out, light to come in, but Cross not too breeze. much to make it too hot. Interesting. I know. And then my favorite thing about these homes, I think a lot of us would agree, is their central courtyards, all the courtyards that this mm-hmm. style of home provide. Um, it's just so lovely. It's a remnant of European building styles. Open air courtyards offer much more privacy and shade than a typical backyard in some countries. So I love, I hope that that, I hope you have some of that to experience also but again cheers to this style of architecture mm-hmm. and then let's now let's kind of talk about now that we've already gone over those five key principles and characteristics of this type of home yeah let's get into it definitely yeah. so on ad open door we were starting to see that all of our favorite celebrities live in these homes now of course they're in hollywood and california and whatnot and that's where a lot of the stars live um but there's so many great ones who have gorgeous lifestyles that we lost after that were like oh they just all happen to fit in this exact category so, so daphne true. in your google search i hope that you got to see 
Kendall Jenner's new property that was on AD Open Door. I think she did a really, really beautiful job beautiful. kind of maintaining the style of the mission architecture or the Spanish style. While also implementing totally what, like her style. The cool thing about this space is in a lot of the public spaces, you see those like wide adobe walls that are massively thick. That you feel again, that exterior to interior relationship. Um, you see the archways, you see the wooden beams, but she's updated the lighting. Mm -hmm. She did a really cool fresh take having these like direct um, single point um, pointed ca not cans. They're the, just directional the, the directional spots, spots. Mm -hmm. um, just like in between the beams. And it's something that you can put in after, you know, it's a remodel because cans are hard if it's a remodel, right? Because you have to go up into a ceiling cavity mm -hmm. that you don't know how much space you have. But by doing something like this, this is a really cool way to give it a fresh look that we're loving Totally. So much. It feels very, very gallery. And then I think another cool thing about her house is that in a lot of the other like more tucked away moments, she really embraces her style. She has like that tiled, that green tiled bathroom. That's oh, ridiculous. So pretty. Yes. It's Your like dark color. teal or yeah. peacock. So pretty. And we know that this is a new addition, you know, like we, we know that this, this Moroccan tile, but we love that she still went for something that was handmade. Cause I still think that that's an iconic feature of your style of home. Mm -hmm. So I think just, I think that's like your, your muse going throughout this is just make sure it feels authentic mm -hmm. and it's something that like reflects your style. I love that. Color -wise. That's great. So. I also want to point out a key thing amongst all of these mission homes that we're looking at mm -hmm. is there's like a casualness to them. It's they're relaxed. not hyper formal. They're not fussy. Mm -mm. Um, they're somewhat eclectic. They look like amazing collectors and that they're all in great taste. Mm -hmm. And because the roof lines aren't so high and soaring, I think all of the design feels really important to each room mm -hmm. without having to bring in tons and tons of furniture. Yeah. So I do love the natural drapes. Um, if they have like off-white drapes or linen drapes, because that's another honest material and oftentimes hung with black rods, um, iron rods, because iron feels really good. I think yeah, those mission style. Wrought. It's been totally. Yeah. And some of the light Model. fixtures and sconces are also iron. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, I think feels very authentic yeah. in that space. They can have more modern lines. But um, that's, I think, very nice. And then just, yeah, very collected. Lots of woods, hand planing. Mm -hmm. um, nothing feels too overly new. Mm -mm. But then they add the modern art and they add like these iconic pieces of furniture, which makes it feel so gallery. You can put anything in this kind of backdrop of a room and it's, you're going to be able to feel its lines. Totally. And feel its style really intentionally. Mm -hmm. So I know we said we were doing this podcast right away. Corey, you said oh my gosh, Kendall Jenner's house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I hadn't quite pictured anything. The only thing in my mind was the movie Home Again with Reese Witherspoon. Mm -hmm. And her dad's this famous director. You guys have all seen the movie. So and the cool. house is so Nancy Myers and so lovely. But when you said Kendall Jenner, what was your favorite attributes of her house? Um, her, I love a green kitchen. So her green kitchen was dope. Um, her dining room is amazing too. Uh, I don't know if I would have... Like I would personally choose something, you know, like, uh, that just feels like collected and worn like that. But it just, like Suze was saying, the entire home is a gallery. And so it almost like, that's like a piece in an art museum or something, mm -hmm. you know, and it just, it feels very, um, curated and, yeah. uh, displayed in I would have never like thought to do that or chose it myself, but I would definitely live in that. So and it gets along with everything. We yeah. have this, we have this, um, it's kind of funny that it is, it's a Spanish revival, like colonial revival 
architectural style to the Springville Art Museum. Springville mm-hmm. is a little town in South Utah County. It's actually where Corey's from, yep. but it's there's such a romance to it. Mm-hmm. Like any, you could display anything in there, any style, any perspective, and it's just like it gets along so beautifully because. Again, the walls are just giving back energy because they know that somebody used their hands to smooth that out. Like it is just, it's so special that I'm like that. That's why I think just because like human hands made these homes, you know? Yeah. And I have to say one of the warm. other points I love about Kendall's um, project is that she went so, so opposite of all the other Kardashian homes. And there's this real believable authenticity about the house that feels a little bit humble, um, very curated, organic, wise, wise. Yes. Great word. Um, and I feel like it kind of reflects as much as we know about her. I know she's very private, but, um, I think that's, I thought it was just really cool that she kind of went against the grain. Um, they say that in the article too, um, the arc I just put out, you should look this up, Daphne. Um, the just, they didn't like the realtor and the decorators. They didn't know what to expect because they assumed like it would just be like the other Kardashians. Um, but they were just like, so surprised, delighted mm-hmm. to like learn that she, she was wiser than, than people knew, yeah. you know, and that she had like traveled enough and felt enough that she knew that this is the backdrop that she wanted to kind of like show her personality and live in, you know, I just love that. So good. I think um, Ellen DeGeneres has a gorgeous real estate portfolio and um, picking them up like seashells. <laughs> Tell them that story. <laughs> it's so good. I love David Spade. He's, I don't know. He's just been my, one of my favorite comedians just to watch since I was a kid watching SNL in the nineties. And he was on Ellen uh, a few years ago and she asked him what he was doing. He was like, Oh, I'm getting ready to sell my house. Or he's, he's had a, he had a hard time selling his house. And he was like, Oh, you should buy it. You're picking him up like seashells. And it was just <laughs> hilarious. It's, I don't know. He's just always just witty and um, says whatever comes to his mind. And I wish I were more yeah. like that. Oh man. He's so funny. So good. But yeah. But this whole style, it's like whenever you hear, you know, just LA, California, Hollywood, mm-hmm. um, it's the Montecito style, mm-hmm. right? And Santa Barbara style. And you have like Ellen DeGeneres, you have Adam Levine, who like lives in this style of home. You have Lenny Kravis. I'm just going to keep putting him out in every podcast. Yes. Like he has his Brazilian house, but we're, we have those printed out in front of us his too. His Brazilian house is like Spanish colonial. Yeah. Totally. Big tile roof, white totally. walls, this white shutters, deal, horses on the lawn with palm trees. Palm trees, just, yeah, buckets of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow has like lived in homes like these. Jennifer Aniston has lived in homes like these. It's mm-hmm. just like quintessential. I feel like, like Brad Pitt just barely bought one with uh-huh. a lovely, I believe so. Yeah. In this style, like mm-hmm. 50 million or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, so crazy. But the style I think is also very synonymous with Hollywood actors that they want something really honest. They want it to be casual. And um, I think they want to entertain in a very loose and casual way when they're not on set also, like the courtyard idea feels like, let's just go out in the courtyard and sit and talk. Dream. You know you what I mean? You have like lights twinkling and you have like the breeze Fire of going or whatever. All the, yeah. I can't think of a better way to live. I always get transported in my mind. There's a showroom of one of our vendors called Oli Studio. Mm. And they have the best courtyard behind their building with like bubbling water fountain and fish, big, big gorgeous, huge orange koi fish swimming in it. And then... Big tall trees, the whole thing shaded, and it's so windows that are narrow and yeah, it's like such a moment. Anyway, I'm like, oh, to get a courtyard shaded from 
the natural elements just to be able to carry on great conversations and have a beautiful life outside. Fire going. Yeah. No. So great. Nothing's better, Daphne. I love oh when gosh, yeah. I love when an exterior and this probably lends itself more in California, obviously, but when an exterior um you know, like property of the home, like or the interior, there's exterior parts of the home that are just an extension of the of the interior. And that's mm-hmm. yeah, that's why like I love a courtyard and another thing I love about um, you know, Spanish revival. And it to me, when I think of like you know, the California dream home, it's a Spanish revival. Like mm-hmm. I, there's a lot yeah. of TV shows where it's like this really sterilized, modern looking home. And I think that's great. You know, if that's your style, but this is what I think of when I'm like mm-hmm. California dream. I, I would love if I could, you know, it's kind of, it's by Dana point, but I would love to live in the good Laguna beach. That's oh, like yeah. mm-hmm. my dream. Um, and I would love to own a home like this. So that's rad. So rad. Yeah. yeah. I think just also, I think also what adds just to the warmth is just the authenticity of the culture, mm-hmm. you know, of the Spanish culture and just like they colonize and they settled California and so many of these Southern States that like you feel that. And there's like, there's nothing warmer than that culture in my mind. And you feel that in the architecture and I just love it. I love it so much. Yeah. You can pair anything with it again, Daphne. Reflect your style on top of this, but I think your shell, so long as you kind of stay authentic, I think, I think you're there. Totally. Yeah. I love it. Guys, I hope this has been helpful to all of you, especially you, Daphne. Best of luck on your journey, making your Spanish home feel fresh and still giving it that wink that you want to. Thanks for listening. If you guys have questions, please send them to dear Alice, alicelanehome.com, and we'll definitely Uh, hit you either on a 20 questions episode or we'll do a whole podcast on your question. Have a great day. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 